My name is Corbett Rond, and this is my Tokyo Olympics Women's Golf Preview. And I'm going to give you my top 10 nations that I think could potentially win a medal here. Obviously, it's going to be a little bit weighted due to the number of players on each particular team. I'm also going to give you a couple of additional players that maybe aren't the strongest nation in this particular event, but have a chance as an individual to get their country a medal. And I'm going to begin at the top and work my way down. And it starts at the top with the South Koreans. The South Koreans have sent four players to the Olympics given the, the ways you can actually qualify. They got four players in the top 15, so they got to send a full contingent. And amongst those top players, you've got the second best player in the world, the third best player in the world, the fourth best player in the world, and the sixth best player in the world. So how can you not see them as medal favorites at this particular Olympics? And I'm going to start with who I think out of that four has the best chance to really win. I'm going to go with number three in the world, NB Park, and number six in the world, Hyoju Kim. Hyoju Kim has already won earlier this year. She has constantly been moving herself up the world rankings in order to keep the other top South Koreans at bay and earn her spot at this particular Olympics. So out of all of them, she's really done the most work to actually get here. You also have, of course, Jin Young Ko, former world number one, now number two. But I just think Inbi and Hyoju Kim are playing great right now and probably have the best chance at this particular event. Even though Jin Young Ko has won recently, she won with a slightly weaker field and a number of players that weren't maybe as motivated to really give it their all at that particular event. So I like those two. Getting into the second group, I've got the Americans. And the Americans begin with number one in the world, Nellie Korda. Then you've got number five, Daniel Kang. Number nine, Lexi Thompson. And then number 13, Jessica Korda. And the reason I'm putting the Americans second here is primarily because of the Kordas. They're the ones that I really think have a chance at a medal here. Both of them have won this year. Nelly's playing fantastic right now. Jessica's game sometimes can take over courses like this one that are extremely long, provided she's hitting it accurately, because there does appear to be some really thick rough and some trouble areas on this course, as the men have experienced the week earlier. But I think those two really have the best shot for America to bring back a medal. Lexi isn't playing her best golf right now, so I'm not sure... What we can expect from her, her putting's been off, which is always the case, but if she can get that going, maybe she has a, a good finish here. Daniel Kang has been slowly improving as the season's gone on, and you can't really count her out, but I don't see her as nearly a big a favorite as, say, Nellie or Jessica at this particular event at this time. Going into the third-ranked team, I've got Australia, and Australia is sending number 14 in the world, Hannah Green, and number 15 in the world, Minji Lee. Minji Lee recently won the last major, right? She won the Evian Championship in France. So she's got to be feeling fantastic right now and just at the top of her game. And Hannah Green has had a number of great finishes this year. She fell off a little bit maybe in the last couple of tournaments, but I don't see that as a problem. She's been playing some fantastic golf. Her confidence is high. And I think Australia has really sent two very strong golfers to this particular event that both have a chance to potentially win a medal. So I see them as one of the possible dark horses to spoil it for like the Americans or the South Koreans. In fourth place, I've got Thailand and Thailand is sending a great team as well. This was, it was hard for me picking between who would be third and who would be fourth here because Thailand's got Patty Tavatanikit, another major winner, and it's got Arya Jatanagarn, who won in Thailand this year, and both of them are playing great right now. What I also like about this pairing is they have very different games, very different. 
Patty is just a bomber and puts it well, whereas Aria, she used to be somewhat of a bomber, but now she's more about playing for position on the course and giving herself the, the best angles into greens and such. And because of that, this team really has a good chance of at least one of them coming away with a medal. So having them in the fourth position makes total sense to me. At number five, I've got Japan. And again, Japan, there's a couple of teams following them that maybe they could have been a little bit lower, but because this is on home soil, right, they've got to feel motivated. Probably both players have been working their way into form in order to maximize their potential here. You've got Nasa Hatoka, who's always been a top competitor. Currently, she's ranked 11th in the world. And you've also got Moni who's currently ranked 27th, but don't overlook her. She's an up-and-comer. She's one of these Japanese players that I expect to see a lot come from in the future. And this could be a little bit of a kind of like coming out party for her to really show her nation how good she actually is. I don't know if she'll be in the medal contention, but I hope she's high enough on the leaderboard that she really gets some, some real attention from her fans. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at pro.sports.podcasters for the most current sports news. Now back to the show. Getting into number six, I've got China. And China's got former Olympic medalist Shen Shenfeng. And it's also got Ziyu Lin, who I've talked about a lot recently because she's just been playing fantastic this year. She's currently ranked 62nd in the world, but that's kind of a deceiving ranking. If you were to just factor in what she's done this season only, I'm sure she would be ranked far higher. Ziyu Lin is playing great golf right now, so she's got to be one of those outside sort of sleepers that some people may have overlooked. And of course, Shen Shen Feng wants a great, fantastic finish here because she does, she did win a medal in 2016, and now she's looking at a chance to potentially come back with maybe even a higher position, aiming for gold, and then she plans on retiring at the end of the season, so this could be her best swan song, really, if she really puts together a great, great tournament and finishes with a medal here. Number seven, I've got Canada, and Canada's really moved down to number seven in such a way. Some people will maybe, will maybe rank them higher. Even though I'm Canadian, I put them down at number seven because really, I only see Brooke Henderson as having a real shot at a medal here. We also send Elena Sharp. Elena Sharp's uh, ranked 136th in the world, and she has had some pretty good finishes on the PGA Tour occasionally, but with her, it's, it's just about getting four good rounds together and keeping her game in order. This could be a lot of pressure for her. I'm sure she's happy to be there, and it could be more of a I'm glad to be an Olympian versus I'm trying to win a medal. So I really see Brooke as the best chance for Canada to bring a medal back in golf. Moving on, we got number eight, and that's the Philippines. And the Philippines has primarily their number one player is Yuka Sasso. Yuka Sasso is the eighth ranked player in the world. She just bombs it. She's a real power, power hitter. She plays practically without fear, no matter what the course is. And even courses I would say don't really suit her, she tends to do well on. So Yuka Sasso is a threat to win every time out, just like Brooke Henderson's a threat to win every time out. They have very similar games in that they just attack courses. So I like Yuka Sasso here with a chance to really shine for her nation of the Philippines. And they've also got Bianca Pagdanganan. And Bianca is an up-and-comer. She's only ranked 165 in the world, but she has been on leaderboards occasionally on PGA Tour events. So like Elena Sharp, she can put it together, but it's, it's unlikely. Again, she's probably just glad to be there, and this will be like a development sort of tournament for her moving forward. And then at number 10... The final nation I put only sent one player. They only qualified one player, and that's New Zealand with Lydia Ko. And Lydia Ko, again, 
is a a medalist at this event. So she's got a chance to come back and do it again, basically, and show that she's one of the top players in the world, which she is, ranked 10th in the world, and she's been moving up slowly lately because she's gotten her game back together. She loves a big stage. She's got no problem with finding the extra gear at major events. And although this is not a major, it's the Olympics, it might as well be one. This is a huge event, so no-cut event. So even one bad round won't kill you here. You can put it together on the weekend and come away with a victory. And those are the top 10 nations I think have a chance to win at the Olympics in Tokyo. Now, I got a few other players or nations I want to mention that kind of serve as sleepers here in this particular event. And it begins with Ireland with Leona Maguire. Leona Maguire has moved herself up to 60th in the world. She's still a young player, but she keeps getting these top 10 finishes on in major events. Like, she has no fear. She's got an unusual game. She's not one of these new long hitters like you've seen from Patty T or Yuka Sasso. She just knows the, the ways to plot herself around a course, and she's a fantastic putter of the ball, and that's what keeps her in events. The harder this course plays for the women the more likely it is she'll find herself higher up on the leaderboard. And this is a real opportunity for her to make a statement early on in her career on tour. So I'm looking to Leona McGuire to really do something for Ireland. Then there's a couple of nations I like. You've got Team Sweden with Anna Norquist and Madeline Sagstrom. Both of them have played some pretty good golf this season. They're both veterans, really. They know how to handle themselves. This is an opportunity for them to really shine. And again, Sweden is a popular golf nation, but it isn't a huge golf nation. So the Olympics is an opportunity to really shine a light on a couple of their players. So hopefully they do well here. I also like Team Germany with Sofia Popov and Carolyn Masson. Both of them have had some great finishes this year. Of course, Sofia Popov burst onto the scene last season when she won the Evian Championship. So you got to like their chances here as well. It's another team that could really surprise some of the others and finish with at least one of their their players potentially in the medals. You just got to see how they do early on and see if the course is a good fit for them. And then the last player I want to highlight has been on fire the last month, month or two, and that's Matilda Kastrin from, from Finland. Matilda Kastrin has been one of my favorite sleeper picks for the last month. She's just playing fantastic golf right now. She, I don't know if she's hitting above her weight, or she's just coming into her own, and maybe this is something we'll see going forward from now on, and she'll be a real contender at lots of events going forward. Or maybe she just happens to have found her groove, and this will be a short-term thing, and she'll go back to being sort of the other player on tour that doesn't get talked about much. But right now, Matilda Castron is playing phenomenal, and I'm definitely going to throw a bet on her because you're going to get great odds. She isn't that well-known a name yet. Vegas may overlook her a little bit. So Matilda Castron, that's my marquee bet for this particular event. If you want to take a shot at getting a good return for someone who might finish in the medals, she's the one. And those are the additional players I want to highlight for the Tokyo Olympics. Let me know who your money's on. Let me know who you've picked. What nations are you rooting for? Is there a player that I've left out that you think has a really good opportunity? Let me know in the comments, and I'll get back to you when this is over, and we'll look at what the results were. See you then. Hey, thanks for listening to the Pro Sports Podcasters. We appreciate the support as always. In case you missed it, we have a newsletter coming out this August, and it's written by our resident funny man, so you know it's going to be fun and engaging. Justin, tell us more about it. Thanks, Nee. In this letter, I tell you everything you need to know about last week's episode in the rundown section. 
included with links from Tuesday and Friday's episode, another section of what to come, and my favorite part is the media fun stuff. In that, I tell you which movies you could watch on various streaming platforms if you liked what we had to talk about. Listen, fans, because no sport is left behind, it's important to know what's been happening with the Pro Sports Podcasters. By signing up for the weekly newsletter, we will have you front row center for every interview and analytic discussion. So do yourself a favor and sign up. The link is in the show notes. Be part of the conversation and enjoy some of the fun. Once again, we thank you for listening to the Pro Sports Podcasters.